Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Just about two weeks ago, I managed to take one of the best vacations that I've ever had. I actually did not have a vacation since 2019, like many of us out there, because of the pandemic. So with things slowly getting back to normal, I couldn't resist the opportunity to go on a trip. So we packed up, my girlfriend and I, we went and decided to go to Portland. So why in the world did I go to Portland, Oregon? Well, I have ulterior motives for that. For one, Oregon is a very pretty state. For another, it's also home to the last blockbuster, which is located, of course, in Bend, Oregon. So if I'm going so far to drive three hours from Portland to Bend, surely I can drive another, I don't know, three, four, five hours to Washington to see some of the sites made famous by the TV show Twin Peaks which is one of my favorite shows. I even found that in Seattle, there's an actual Red Room that you can visit. I have to say that if you're a fan, that's pretty awesome. And a side note, if you're not a fan of Twin Peaks, why not? We even had a happy accident along the way as far as seeing the actual exterior that was used for the Overlook Hotel in Stanley Kubrick's version of the Stephen King classic, The Shining. Maybe that was common knowledge, I don't know. I myself didn't know that it was there. We were going to see Mount Hood to see the beautiful mountain, but we wound up seeing the Overlook Hotel, which is not nearly as impressive as what it is in the movie. Granted, it's pretty cool to see here, but as far as the different shots used to create the actual Overlook, it's amazing that they used quite a few different areas to give us the illusion that we're seeing one place. It would have been pretty cool if there was an actual hedge maze, but I believe that's actually located in England. I could be wrong on that. I know that there's a lot of contradictory information as far as the actual shooting spots for The Shining, but seeing this little piece of movie history was super impressive in itself. I know I've been calling it the Overlook. In reality, this is actually called the Timberline Lodge. I think for me and a lot of others, this will always be the Overlook. We did a couple other things as well. We saw the Painted Hills, which was super impressive. I don't normally get impressed by a lot of stuff like that. There's something just simply beautiful about nature like that. I don't know how to describe it. I don't really see too much of it here in Florida. I know we do have some caves and natural springs and stuff like that. It's just somehow more impressive there with the nature of it. I don't know how to describe it. It's just truly stunning when you see it. I also got to see a rainforest that is actually located here in the U.S., the Hall of Moss. So in addition to seeing all of these things, of course I did go on some trails. Those trails swiftly kicked my ass. I am not very good at doing trails. I will have to start walking maybe a little bit more because, man, those were difficult and they weren't even that bad. So I guess that's one of my resolutions for next year is maybe do some more nature trail walks. So with all of the nature things that I did, I think the Mount Hood standing there in snow 
with, I don't know, it might have been 70 degrees out, maybe a little bit warmer. But standing there actually towards the actual top of the mountain in the snow was a pretty awesome experience. But what about everything else? I said about going to Blockbuster as well as various Twin Peaks spots. How were they? Well, I guess I'll talk about the last Blockbuster first. So, as I said earlier in this episode, it is located in Bend, Oregon. It more recently had a claim to fame because not only is it the last one in existence, it also has that documentary, which is a really fun watch. I did an episode on it uh, quite a while ago. I really recommend watching that. It's a good documentary. It's super fun. It gives us insight to what happened with Blockbuster in general. It also really made me want to go and see the last Blockbuster in person. As soon as I stepped through the doors of Blockbuster, or the last Blockbuster, it was like stepping back in time. It brought back that childhood rush that I got to going to a rental store. I forgot what that felt like. I know it's been, I don't know, maybe 10 years since Blockbuster has closed down. I used to have one right down the street from me here in Florida. I also had one in Pennsylvania, so it was really somewhere that I spent a lot of time in my childhood. Not just in Blockbuster, but in rental stores in general. So to be able to do that again, it felt almost magical. It was like me going to you know, Disneyland as a kid or something like that. It was really a great feeling. I honestly didn't realize how much I missed it until I actually stepped into it again. I did get to experience that with family video before they died out as a trip to Indiana with Nicole. But there's something about Blockbuster. If I could find a West Coast video floating around, It's a shout out to everybody up north because West Coast Video was actually my go-to when I was a kid. We used to go to Blockbuster almost like as a treat because they had more of the newer releases. However, West Coast Video was my place where I got some of my trashy older films, which I think both served their place in my childhood. Stepping back into Blockbuster after all these years, it felt as if time stopped. Time never moved on. It was like I was doing something that was normal to me my whole life. I didn't get to do it for many years, but here I am, stepping in a Blockbuster in 2021. Everything is exactly how you remembered it to be. The only difference here is that they had some touristy stuff, which, you know, Definitely worked on me because I bought many shirts and stuff along with some Blockbuster swag because of course I had to. It was something that I wanted to have a piece of this Blockbuster because sadly someday it will not be here. I hope that day never comes, but if it does, I can say that I was there. I got to experience it. Everybody was super friendly too. That's one of the things that really is going to keep this in business, not just that it's a tourist destination. The fact that people in Bend are going to still rent from there. It's going to be a sad day if Dish Network ever decides to pull the license, which then I would imagine they're going to continue on with not the Blockbuster name, but they'll continue on as a rental store, as they should. Even if it's not the last Blockbuster, everybody's going to know that it's blockbuster 
This was the last one. This was the rental store. Of course, there are other rental stores floating around across the country. They're small mom and pop locations. Which is funny if you think about it that Blockbuster bought up a lot of these small mom and pop locations. Yet, now it's sort of getting back to to where it all began. The smaller video rental store. I know that rental stores will probably never make a full-on comeback. Honestly, I hope they do. I do love the convenience of being able to stream whatever movie I want. I can rent any movie now digitally. It's awesome. But there is something about actually going to a location and actually having the physical copy. It took me a long time before I actually jumped on that streaming bandwagon. What's going to happen when those licenses are pulled from those different services that we have and everything? That's why I prefer to actually have a digital copy of something. I would prefer to actually go and rent a movie from a location. I guess this could be a good reason of why rental stores could come back. It's highly doubtful, but I, I hope so. It kind of goes without saying, but if you are nostalgic for Blockbuster in general, I highly recommend you take a trip to Bend, Oregon and get that magical feeling back that you never knew you lost. The other thing I'm going to talk about, as I mentioned earlier, is the various Twin Peaks spots. The first up, the big one, is Tweed's Diner. Tweed's Diner is amazing. It's truly like going into the TV show itself. It looks exactly the way it did in Twin Peaks The Return, which of course is essentially season three. I am not quite sure if they shot in there or not for season three, but you know, it sure does look like it. It's exactly how you remember it to be from the show's third season. Hell no, it's tough to even call Twin Peaks Return a third season. It's a revival continuation more than anything, but that's just me thinking out loud here. Not only does it feel great going to the double R, or Tweeds as it is in real life, but it really is just a surreal experience in general. The food is fantastic. Nicole and I got some breakfast. Of course, we did have to get some damn fine coffee that was served to us hot and black as midnight on a moonless night, which, you know, pairs very well with their cherry pie. I only got one slice, but I think I might have been able to eat an entire pie just like Dale Cooper on Twin Peaks. What it comes down to is if you're a fan of Twin Peaks, or if you just like good food in general, I highly, highly recommend Tweeds. It was uh, pretty awesome. I liked the coffee so much, I got two pounds of it to bring back to Florida. Also, Tweeds is actually hiring at the moment, so if you want to go and work in a piece of TV and Twin Peaks history, well, there you go. The other spots that we hit up were where the Twin Peaks sign was originally, as well as the Twin Peaks police station. Sadly, the police station is no longer there. I mean, it's, it was always a set as far as I know. And it's now a driving course. So the whole land and area, they actually drive on this course there. They are receptive to people wanting to go ahead and see this little chunk of history. One thing does actually remain there though. An actual SUV that was used there on Twin Peaks is still there. It's awesome. I made sure to get a picture in front of it and the side of it. And I wish I could have actually gone inside, but it's just there for 
our enjoyment and I'm grateful that it is still there. We also managed to make our way to the Kiana Lodge, which is where Laura's body was actually found on the beach right there. We didn't have any plastic to wrap myself up or Nicole, but it was still awesome to see that this still remains. The log that was there is still there to this very day. It's hard to believe that for as much movie magic that was on the show, well, a lot of these spots are actually still there and it's amazing. The other big one that we hit was Snoqualmie Falls. That there, again, it got its big feature debut. Of course, it's been there since forever, but it got its big push as far as popularity of being on Twin Peaks. It's featured prominently in the TV show. Seeing it in person, it was truly an absolutely incredible experience. Not only is it amazing to see that this was on Twin Peaks, but the fact that it's truly stunning to see in person. It's truly beautiful to see it in all of its glory here. Again, this is a moment where it's almost indescribable of how incredible this is. To see something in person that I've been seeing over the last 20 years or so of my life, to finally see it here, it was just stunning. And that's probably the only words that I can use to describe it is stunning. The final thing that we did there was in Seattle. It was to actually take a trip to the Red Room. Head of the Twin Peaks tours there in Washington, as well as a super fan himself, David Israel actually created a red room in his living room. I have to say that his level of commitment and detail over it is to say that it's incredible is an understatement. I love the fact that he's actually trying to make it 100% accurate to what we saw on Twin Peaks. With what I saw with my visit to his red room, it really does look pretty close. It's one of those things where I went and stepped into it. I felt like I was stepping into the red room from the TV show. It was yet another one of those surreal moments that I had while I was out there. I really do appreciate everything that he did as far as making this happen. I didn't get a chance to go on his Twin Peaks tour, but just from talking to him for, I don't know, a few minutes, the amount of knowledge and stories that he has about Twin Peaks as well as just stories in general as far as meeting different actors as well as David Lynch himself. This guy has actually met David Lynch a couple times. He knows him and his wealth and stories were pretty great. I really do wish I would have taken a tour. I, I will if I ever get out in that area again because I would imagine it's a really amazing experience, especially with somebody that knows so much just like he does. If you do at the very least just take a trip to his red room, make sure to ask him about Leland Palmer's axe. Again, it's a fantastic story. I really do think that it was perfect to have the Red Room as my capper for my little Twin Peaks adventure. It was definitely wonderful and strange. I did manage to make it to California. I went to Crescent City, California, specifically to see the Redwoods. Those were pretty amazing as well. It was awesome to see it. 
that was quite possibly the worst trail that I did in order to get there. Sadly, after that, it was time to step back into reality and we had to come home to Florida. Florida is still a place I call my home. I hope to maybe get somewhere else someday. Who knows? I think it's time to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can find me at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. I do have a website if you want to catch up on some past episodes, which is adamanalyzes.com. Also, if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. In reality, though, I simply love those digital hugs. So with that being said, be kind and good night.